This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. After being encouraged to drain wetlands on their farm in the 80s, a Golden Bay couple are already seeing the benefits of transforming the land back to its natural state. Tony Riley and his wife Kathy have transformed a section of their Motu Pipi farm back into wetland. It's been done in two stages over the past two years in a bid to improve the health of the tributary. Tony spoke to Sally Murphy about the project. Well, the wetland is a, really a restoration project, really, because uh, we started farming back here on our own account with my wife, Kathy in 1982. And uh, in the late 80s, we were encouraged by the catchment boards in those days to um, drain wetlands and tidy them up so we could increase the um, amount of pastoral land. And so we um, straightened a, a, a meandering creek out into a nice straight ditch and uh, removed a whole lot of crack willows and uh, so that it was it was a meandering creek back in the 80s up until then and then for the last few years been a um, straight line ditch running through or still a creek but um, uh, it floods, the, the catchment's quite large so it, it catches quite a bit of water and so when there's a rain event and Golden Bay has quite a lot of rain so when it rains, it, uh, it comes up and floods right across the, the wee gully floor that it is. The, the wetland is an area of about a hectare or just under a hectare of land. And so it's been divided into three stages. The first stage was done a couple of years ago, which um, Kathy and I planted. And then the, last, the next stage was done last autumn. And uh, that was a bigger area. And so folks came in and did the planting for us on that one. I think it was about six or 7,000 native trees which were sourced locally, which was great. So this has been funded from the Jobs for Nature's projects that was provided in the previous few years. And we've got one more stage to go, which is going to be um, undertaken this this coming autumn, which will complete the wetland itself. So, uh, But it's quite a project because there the Tasman District Council have um, a resource consent to undertake the project, which is, runs to about 18 pages. So they've been managing that. Um, Blair Reed has been the project um, manager for that. And the relationship with the council in undertaking the project has worked very, very well. And um, it's coming along exceptionally well. It looks lovely at the moment with all the spring growth that's been happening in the first two stages that have been done. Yeah, I was going to say, what does it look like? Have you noticed more wildlife coming back to the area because of the wetland? Yes, yes, very much so. So the Drake Creek ditch approach that I was talking about earlier is now back into a meandering uh, creek and uh, some of the wee small springs in the sides of the banks have been um, made into lakes and little wee ponds and lakes, if you like. We've always got heaps of pukekos and mallards, but um, the um, I guess the most significant one that we've seen is um, in the area has been um, some juvenile um, bittens and so it's quite nice to see that wildlife returning and uh, particularly the many of the um, 
carrot sectors and the like of um, just thriving in the environment. And so with jobs, you know, for nature, and you mentioned the council, has it been quite a collaborative uh, approach? Yes, yes, and um, we've had uh, the local iwi involved at, at stage two as well with the Karakira at the beginning of the project there. We've also had Project Divine have been um, coming and releasing and, and they did the main planting as well, which is a, a, um, a, a wonderful group in Golden Bay looking at um, getting rid of um, uh, wilding pines and, and the banana passion fruit. Because I know some farmers have had issues getting resource consents for to create wetlands simply because it's so expensive. Was that an issue for you at all? Not at all, no. It was initiated by the Tasman District Council and uh, both Trevor James as well as Blair Reid, who's um, now managing the project, have made that very smooth and that was the, the costest for, like, for that was handled by the council. But it was a, a very detailed document and... Uh, like the 18 pages uh, of conditions. So it meant that when we were doing any of the changing of the uh, water course, we had to have um, consultants available to um, initially catch all the fish that were in the in the area to be altered and then um, put them back after the stream's been uh, settled down and making sure we'd catch the sediment running away um, down and into... Because this is a small creek that ran, runs into... Uh, the um, Motopipi River, and then out to sea into Golden Bay. And so what's the plan for Stage 3 in the coming autumn? What needs to be done? The final stage, really, it's um, pretty much the same. We're wanting to keep locally sourced natives, and uh, it's the last bit of unstraightening, if you like, of the watercourse and uh, creating some more ponds and uh, a a more sweeping uh, creek. And in total, how much land is the wetland taking up, or will it take up, that you've lost from the farm? Oh, it would be just under a hectare of land that's, that we've foregone. It was when we first cleared it. It was we were adding it to the land area, but in hindsight, it wasn't growing a lot, and it was very wet and not as productive as the rest of the soils that we have. So it took me a lot to, initially to um, get the project off the ground because I'd spent many hours on the end of a chainsaw getting rid of the cracked willows and taking the trees out of there when I was a younger person. Uh, But now when you see it progressing like it is with the new growth for the last two years on the natives, it's it's a beautiful area up there now. What's it been like to see the change, obviously from being told to drain it, to now knowing that wetlands are are pretty vital for the environment? Yes, it's quite a change um, because, like, of course, when we got the diggers in to straighten it in the late 80s, there was no issues around water in terms of um, having to get consents to have a digger near the waterways, and uh, it was just a project that we were encouraged by the Nelson Marlborough Catchment Board to get on with. In fact, there was some support for the digger costs at that time, so it's um, in our farming lifetime, it's quite a transition from that type of thing, but uh, as things change, it's wonderful to see the, the respect for nature. Tony Riley in Golden Bay talking to Sally Murphy.